Welcome to the Bull Coast Podcast, True American Bully Enthusiast. I'm your host, Marcus Jose, and today is episode four, So You Want to Be a Breeder. It's crazy to think about all the ups and downs with being an American Bully Breeder comes with, but it's even crazier to think that somebody would want to do this. I would stop, but at this point, I have too much vested and the goals that I haven't reached yet, so I can't. To do this on the level that I aspire to is quite simply ridiculous. The hours, blood, sweat, and tears. The level in which I'm shooting for requires patience along with daily grinding. I can't possibly explain every detail exactly what it is that I do to even have made it this far, but this article will outline some to-dos, best practices, and expectations. For some reason, every new breed, every new breeder I meet thinks that he or she is going to be the next biggest thing, or the next, the next best thing. That they're going to produce the next top stud that everyone is widely in love with. But in this niche, this niche has a very has a way of quickly correcting this. The way of thinking, if you were or are one of those, you'll understand this. Having no clients clamoring for your product. Having no one comment, share, or even talk about you or about your dogs. As well as not winning shows and settling for fun shows because you you want to just take home some sort of an award. Then Then you turn to trying to hype your productions, accolades, and kennel. Only to be corrected by not getting any recognition from other breeders. Newsflash. There's no one hating on you because you aren't even on the radar to be hated on. My advice to you is put your head down and accomplish your goals. You expose yourself every time you open your mouth without having done anything. Pay your dues first. There are no shortcuts to this. Now, there there are a lot of people who don't own a bully yet and think they're going to buy the next best thing since macaroni and cheese. You set up to buy a dog from a yard that I explained in the previous paragraph because you don't know any better, only to find out that what the breeder sold you was a dream and not, and now you must, and now you must start over. The worst yet, you decide that, you, or the worst yet, you decide to breed that dog that's lacking so much. This happens also all too often. So here's what you need to do. Don't go looking to buy a dog to breed. Go and get a show dog. And make sure that you show that dog yourself. Have pride in it. And figure out what standards you need to breed for. Maximizing how to highlight your dog's strength and how minimizing how to minimize its flaws. Because that's the whole game in the ring, guys. Okay? Side note there. Learn to be a good sport. Don't blame others for why you're doing your not your dog is not doing well or not winning. It is a it isn't a conspiracy theory. Let's face it, no dog is perfect. Do not set out to breed a dog that you have no idea what the standards of the breed are, all right? Let me explain something to you all. Imagine waking up every Saturday and Sunday at six in the morning, as early as you get up during the week because if you get up any later, you'll be cleaning and doing chores way past lunch. First, you put on your boots because rain or shine, it must be done. You go out back, picking up all the dog excrement, cleaning all the stuff that chewed up, cleaning and washing down the kennels, reinforcing their favorite part of the fence they like to grind their teeth on. That's not a joke. I actually have to do that. <laughs> Power washing the porch because their dead skin cells have seeped into the porous concrete and you hate when your porch smells like dogs. 
Then you wash and dry all the dogs because it's time for their bi-weekly or tri-weekly bath. I don't know if tri-weekly is an actual, an actual word, but whatever. Uh, this is just upkeep. Not breeding, not showing, no puppies. This is just to sustain a proper, clean environment for your family and dogs and yourself. So breeding, showing, and whelping each deserve that level of focus and dedication. If you cut corners anywhere, it will show. It will show not only in your product, your program, your kennel, but it will show in those it will show to those who you want to respect from and those who you wish to sell dogs to. So if you plan to get into this you didn't, so if you excuse me, if you plan to get into this breed and become a participant in this niche, these are just basic things you need to understand before you do so. If you don't, plan to be out of this game within two or three years because you you've done nothing but lose money. All the hype the pseudo-confidence and the fake sense of accomplishment will not make up for the lack of interest in your product, i.e. Your, your puppies, okay guys, and will correct you. So before you become a breeder, before you think you've made it, before you try to tell people who you are, you need to pay your dues, put in your work, and let them recognize you for it. So that was the article we wrote. Um, I, I can't remember where I wrote it probably a couple weeks ago now. And it still rings true now as it, as it would have rang through if I would have wrote this five years ago, guys. Put your head down. Don't set out to breed dogs. Set out to show dogs. Learn your standards before you, before you start breeding. All too often I do see this, guys. I see a lot of people breeding dogs when they've never even won one single thing in the ring and have not gotten any recognition from anybody. That tells me that you're just breeding for profit and for money and not breeding for the betterment of the dog. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm Marcus Jose, thebullcode.com. We'll see you next time.